Yes, indeed. Hello. Okay. All right, all right. Woohoo! I think my intro on Saturday night show, I forgot to do some things like introduce myself. I just kind of got into it. And I'm like, oh, I wonder where Sergeant Williams is. Uh, oh, she was here a second ago. I'm supposed to invite her in and uh, all that. And Glenn, you beat everyone in here again. Welcome, uh, my favorite Canadian Twitter buddy. Uh, we like we like Glenn. We like Glenn. Yeah, so anyway, uh, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. I am Brother Wicked. Some people know me as Matt. And there we go. It's 7.03. It's 7.03 where you are. It's 8 o'clock here in the old Eastern... Mean some I saw Dr. Phil sometimes. Yeah, Dr. Phil sometimes. Hey, how you doing? My wonderful co-host, my buddy. Cease. Hello. Oh, how the heck are you? It is so wonderful to see you again. Well, you're not seeing me. You're just listening. <laughs> it's really good to hear your voice. Jeez. It's good to hear yours. You don't know if I'm seeing you. Yeah, you might be seeing me. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have like some sort of satellite telescope thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe you can see me through my laptop camera and I don't know it. Maybe you I can see you other. through your wonderful voice. Oh, that's nice. Is, that's pretty much what it is. That's oh, pretty I much sat, what it is. Yeah. I sat in a chair outdoors. It looks like I pee peed myself now. You, you sat in the chair and it looks like you peed. Your, are you sure you didn't pee yourself? Well, the regular uh, porch lights just went out. So I turned on the manual porch. I have like 14 different porch lights and I believe there was still rain water in the cushions. So I got up and there's a spot like I either had my uh, time of the month or um, I think it's going to be okay. You think it's going to be okay. Stinky Dad Glenn, my favorite Canadian and Twitter buddy, says they do have video calls now, so it's plausible that you're looking at each other. Yeah, but we're not doing a video call. We're just here on the Podbean during the doing the audio thing. Hey, Welcome Stinky Lady. Dad. Yeah, yeah, we like Stinky Dad. Welcome, Lady Rebecca. We like Lady Rebecca too. Hey, Lady Rebecca. You know what, Stinky Dad? I actually had proposed uh, that to to Matthew before to use. Uh, to go live, I think with a, you know, some kind of video thing and then try to figure out how to rock it down to offer the podcast, but you could also see it live. But he was like, it knew. Well, the thing is with that, I mean, uh, Zoom is actually a really good recording platform for podcasting. It is, it is, but, the, but you can't invite, you know, bazillions of people into zoom and just i don't know man it just it it seems weird it would be it seemed weird to do a live podcast via zoom part of it is because i'm in so many zoom conferences during the day that well I that's wanna, yeah i think know. that's probably part of it for you like um i think it would come off cool but like you said if you're already kind of inundated with it it's it wouldn't be fun if you're doing it, meetings exactly i have a lovely face but i'm shy thank you stinky dead glenn hey father brian how the hell are you and thank you for sharing the live show uh 
Yeah. What are you up to anyway, Stout? Um, you know, it's kind of chilly here, but it's not for you, but it's like 65. So I actually bundled up. I took a picture that I will share with you that, um, so partway through the show, I'll share to your phone or whatever, and then you'll crack up laughing because I had to get ready. I, I guess my spot is the porch. I was like, ah, it's chilly out. I'm in my little shorts. I got comfy tonight. I was actually getting tired, and I ate dinner, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It, it's like every other night I'm pumped up, and I was like, not tonight. I got to do the show. But Yeah, um, you got to do the show. So I bundled up and went on the back porch because it's nice out. It's too beautiful out. You got to bundle up when it's 65 degrees. It's It's just, you know how it is down here. It's like, it seems like it's warm. It's just, it's, there's something when you first come out, it's like, oh, it's beautiful. But if you sit in it for two hours, you're going to get chilly for some reason. Uh, You know how it is. It's weird. It's different. Yeah, I know what it is. Uh, See, I I, want to say (laughs) naughty. I want to say my, 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 I, I'll, I'll cover it for you. My Pugnani is showing. <laughs> That's just it. I want to say something feminine <laughs> and that, but yet can be perceived as derogatory. I want to say, yeah, I know what they call it. You're a pussy. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I can't say that. I can't the, say that. Well, you know, you did, but uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> you got to pull up with it. That's what uh, it is. You're like, uh, Chris, I think your labia is showing a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> Through those shorts. Dude, we but we can't say that anymore. I mean. I guess you can't. I don't it, know. I know. I mean, it's like I'm programmed to almost want to say it, but you can't say that kind of stuff anymore. I think it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually the last week or so have literally been going in and just catching these older shows, maybe from the eighties, early nineties. Um, and some of them are like rules of engagement. I think that was later. Um, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of like man shows deep down. They're rom-coms, but they're like all about the like douchey male ego. And, um, one of them I got back into is coach and the stuff they did. It is. And the stuff, and it's, innocent but the stuff they did even then matt you cannot say or do anymore it's so sad i'm watching i'm like oh that was a funny line or oh they virtually swore they just called each other out in in a chauvinistic way or and it just cracks me up it's like you can't even you have to walk on eggshells these days and it's a little sad for comedians and things because they need to have their freedom i think well you need to have a little freedom i mean it's kind of okay just to just poke fun just because uh, and it's just nobody means anything by i mean i didn't mean anything when i just called you a pussy but i don't think you should have to explain it you know like we all know it's in jest or even if it's not like even if you get mad and you call somebody something you shouldn't have to back up and go oh that was in bad taste i shouldn't have said it or whether it's a joke or it's not like we shouldn't have to tiptoe around each other all the friggin' time. It should yeah. just be speak your mind, try to be kind. Whoa. I'm a poet. Um, wow. Yeah. I, who knew? I guess I'm a, I'm a poet and my, I didn't know it, but my feet show it cause they're long fellows. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's kind of just weird how that happens. Like we have to tiptoe around um, what we're going to say, what we're going to do, even if it is derogatory, if you're mad at somebody and you, you do it in public, you know, even if you're wrong, just you said it, the moment goes by, you can apologize to the person later. You don't have to apologize to the friggin' crowd. 
I mean, come on, people. We're all yeah, adults. Yeah. Even kids say and do more than we ever did, you know? So, uh, they, yeah, they weird. probably they probably do. Uh, Sticky Dad says, nothing more douchey than the man show itself. Uh, girls jumping on trampolines. Trampolines, yep. And ch- chugging Ooh. beer, which, by the way, that guy, the Zig Ziggy, Zig Ziggy, uh, what's his name? The the German guy is he died probably from chugging beer. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. He could have. I never actually watched that show. So yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome Trader Joe podcast. I like that. You see, it's not Trader Tra- Joe. Uh, it's Trader Joe. So he's it's like a twist. It's a twist. He's like Benedict Arnold. Uh, yeah, ben- he's Benedict. Then he was okay again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Father Brian, can you send me that SpongeBob pineapple juice thing on uh, Instagram? Uh, and if it's okay, if it's okay with you, I want to play it here because it's been—you uh, probably—I don't know if you've heard it before, Stout, but I'll play it for you. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I'll play it. it it's weird because I first heard it and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And then all now all of a sudden I hear it so often, it's kind of funny, and. Uh, but uh, the pineapple juice is like a safe word. So if you're and if you're having rough sex or uh, or something like that, uh, you say pineapple juice if you want it to stop, if it gets too painful or something. Oh God, I, now I now I find out. Exactly. Uh, you can send any way that works, uh, Father Brian. I, I don't know if it'll work in Twitter, Instagram. Um uh, let me do this. No one will be able to see. I'll type in my uh, email address, and you can send in. Uh, we'll go that way. Yeah, this so is an email send, address. Can you, that, can, can you you can send it to him directly without anybody else seeing it through this? Uh, no, but I'm going to put it here, uh, and I know that I'm not going to read it out loud. So if you're in the how do you guys now, how do you usually get a hold of Father Brian? I mean, do you guys talk on other platforms? No, he uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram mostly. He's on. Now one, everybody has it. Yeah, he has it on. Uh, he is on uh, Inst, uh, not Inst, uh, da, 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 Discord, but I don't use Discord that often. Uh, so. Do you remember the Seinfeld where? <laughs> uh, maybe you can send it via Discord. That's that's fine. Yeah, go remember ahead. Um, the Seinfeld where uh, Elaine goes through the uh, Schwitz and in the bagel shop and all that. And then she's at the the bedding track and she's like, put a saw buck on it. And the two weird guys are like, why don't you just give us your number? Give me your number and then I'll have it. And then he'll have it. And it gets really creepy. <laughs> you don't remember that one? Yes, I do. I do. It just reminded me of that when you did that. It's like, oh, now we all have your stuff, Matt. And then exactly. I'll have it. And then yeah. he'll have yeah. it. No, it's it's okay. I mean, I can you can block people on email. You can block people anywhere. I mean, if somebody's sending me emails that I don't like, I can just say, "Well, heck with you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you send me email anymore." Uh, well, I think now you have oh, blocked un- email. <laughs> <laughs> you actually today these days you have block. I believe block unsubscribe right in your settings and and spam reporting spam so and you can report spam and uh you can do all three at once it's like crazy i'm glad they have that because i get so many and whether you sign up for something or not if if you look at wildlife and nature site and then you support it 
you know, save the manatees or whatever, say they, they sell your stuff to third parties, which if you read the fine print says they can give your email out, but then everybody under the sun gets hold of you. It's like, ah, oh, I just want to save a couple of manatees. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like manatees. I, I, that's, I like going to America's uh, glory hole to see manatees and dolphins. I do, I, well, I mean, you save a couple because they are the best tasting in the sea. Oh, man, that's just evil. Oh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. I that's apologize okay. for that. We'll forgive you. It's funny, though. You know, and, and it should be. And it is funny. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't eat a manatee or a dolphin. I mean, wow. Well, now you wouldn't. Yeah, all hate mail goes to, uh, if you want, Brian will accept any hate mail for your show via planetadhd at gmail.com. That's where my hate mail goes, says Stinky Dad Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Rounding Third is here. How are you doing, Rounding Third? Hey, buddy. Hey. I just want to get back to real quick to the seafood angle. Um, don't oh. knock it till you tried it. Don't knock it till you try. Till you try it. I'm just kidding. All right. Enough about. I, I'll stop. I'll stop. Actually, we're having a really bad um, time down here with some of the sea life. It's actually is devastating. So I'll I'll stop making the jokes. I really do. Uh, I am a conservative. You know. Well, what's going on with the sea life down in? Uh, I almost said I'm a conservative. Everybody knows that. I'm uh, I'm actually a conservationist, and I like fishing and hunting, but I'm a conservationist. And it's, uh, the manatees are dying off. They lost a lot this year, more than ever, not from hunting because uh, we don't have the seagrass to support them for the winters. So That's they're right. dying like crazy. And it's like all of our sea life down here. If you look up what happened in Tampa side and everything, we are losing a lot of um, sea life. It's just, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Cause I'm hungry. I think Stout will need it after his eating dolphins comment. What um, I know. And I'm the one that's, I always yeah, like, I, yeah, I gotta keep, man, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm like the, always the one that's like, I got to keep the show up. I can't be making those sick jokes. I don't want to bring the show down. I'm like, by the way, we're losing everything in the ocean. And um, so everybody send what you can. Send well, your maybe prayers. Your whole just... <laughs> okay. Thank you, Father Brian. I'll have to. Uh, he said he just sent it both. Uh, hot mail and Discord. Okay. Um, yeah. I, maybe this should just be a, a show where we just tell inappropriate jokes and we don't feel guilty afterwards. We could do that. <laughs> well, I mean, if we were actually comedians, we could do that, but not anymore. You could in okay. the 70s. Hey, anybody out there, and I don't know if you guys watch dirty stuff. I know some people are a little more clean than I am, but if you really want to watch some good stuff, go back to Buddy Hackett, George Carlin, um, Richard Pryor, uh, Go back to the old days and watch some stuff and laugh. And they're, it's just really insanely dirty and low down, but it's funny. My safe word and is pineapple juice. Swap man, what's my safe word? Swap, 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 swap. Uh, let's listen to that again. <laughs> watch what you're doing, you dink. <laughs> that was me. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? My safe word is pineapple juice. Man, what is safe word? <laughs> yeah, it's safe what? word is pineapple juice. That's yeah. How did you get the who got the sound bite of you, or did you do it? Oh, I did that earlier today. Yeah, that's part of a segment that I a new segment I have coming up. Let's listen to that one again. Yeah. Watch what you're doing, you dink. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god that's a good one yeah i was thinking last night brian as a cannabis priest should have people greet him with your highness not like a royal thing but a question as to brian's highness oh yeah brian tends to get a little toasty on his show sometimes yeah 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 and uh, and yeah he does that that's i think that's a uh, yeah anyway not apparently not on game day exactly not on game day yep yep oh uh, yeah things i've learned from you know i've learned a lot from uh uh canada I, i've learned a lot uh, about <laughs> canada yeah, <laughs> over the last yeah. two or three weeks you want to tell me hey, you want to tell me can i tell you yeah i want to hear right. it i love it okay uh well one they have a coast guard did you know that canada has a coast guard I learned that. Nope. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, I also learned that Canadians can be patriotic. Uh, that's another to what? To, well, to to uh, to Canada, to their country, and to uh, their flag, which is a which is a leaf. Uh, yeah, you think they would be pa- patriotic to ours if you really think deeply about it? Yeah, if you think deeply about it, probably some are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I also learned that they have a hard time getting American movies in Canada. Uh, they don't they don't watch American movies. They have a hard time getting them. So what they watch is they watch Letterkenny, they watch Trailer Park Boys, and they watch uh, old skits of uh, <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie. I'm just kidding, Stinky Dad. Um, Bob and Doug McKenzie, that would be Rick Moranis and Dave. 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 They, they were great. They still are great, by Dave the Thomas. way. Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Dave yep. Thomas, not the guy who started Wendy's, the other Dave Thomas. Um, exactly. Uh, so exactly. Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas were freaking awesome. With Those characters were developed, I mean, for us. You know, I, I remember being a kid, and it was just, I couldn't get enough of those guys. Yep. And they drink Molson, green beer. Yeah, I call I used to call Molson Hosers here because it came in those green bottles. <laughs> oh my God! The first time I had the Molson from over the border uh, when we were kids, because you could only have a certain percentage back then here. Somebody brought the dark the dark bottles over. And yeah, like one case Molson Export. Yeah, I used to drink that. I used oh to drink my that. good! No, no, I mean before we could get it here, it was what they brought a case over. They yep. brought one case over. Some friends of ours went over the border and brought it back. And oh my goodness, I was toasty. And it was really good. Oh, yeah. 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 Canadian, not all Canadian beer sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, they, you know, all Canadians play hockey. They do. They do. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah. And they have circular ham that they call bacon. Yeah. You, can, you can't eat it raw, but I have before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they have circular ham, but they call it bacon. Yeah. Some Family people do. We, what'd you say? Oh, I was responding. I shouldn't have responded before you go ahead and read that because that's what I was responding to. I was like, yeah, some people do. Yeah. Sadly, in Canada, we don't talk like Bob and Doug, says uh, Stinky. Some Stinky. people do. Yeah, some people do. Some people do. Yeah. And actually, when, like with us, with our being growing up in Maine, you don't think there's an accent till you get a bunch of us together and then we can pour it on a little like, you know, and then I've had people come up with me from out of state and they see us together and they're like, I didn't understand a friggin' word you guys said for the last hour. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, why? It's not that hard to keep up. They're like, no, you guys don't know what you're doing. 
Well, it's like people have this idea in their head that they know what a main accent is. You don't you don't know what a main accent is until you hang out with some backwood bubs in Maine. Then you hear a main accent. And you can't stop it sometimes when you get together with your friends. Like we go out in the world, we do our thing. But when we're t- all together and we're just in a little group and we're talking, it just goes. We can go all over the map, you know. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it, it gets crazy. It, it does, yeah, yeah. And I do miss, I do miss drinking a little bit and acting like a Mainer. I, I, I do, I do. Now I have to be sober and act like a Mainer. So, yeah, yeah. You're still a Mainer. Watch what you're doing, you dink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god all right well i'm gonna read something from cousin jeff uh, because i was caught being a dink and your cousin jeff chris's uh stout's cousin jeff called me on it okay Uh, yeah so i've been curious about this since when you mentioned it at the end of the last show uh to me uh, like right when you were signing off almost, I was like, oh my God, I'm so I'm dying to know what happened. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll, uh, here we go. Hold on one second. Well, anyway, I did a show about guilty pleasure TV shows with RJ Keller a while ago. Some of you uh, may remember that. Uh, let's see. And uh, anyway, somebody mentioned on social media that Below Deck was there. Uh, guilty pleasure TV show. And I guess Below Deck is this reality TV show where a bunch of people uh, go out on a yacht and they film it and, you know, one of those types of things. And I said, oh, wow, just what I want to watch, a reality show about a bunch of white kids working on a yacht. And (laughs) that's where I was a dank because I made a judgment uh, that uh, on something I didn't know anything about. So he he messaged me and he said, "Hey man, I'm listening to your TV guilty pleasure show. You disparage one of my guilty pleasure shows, Below Deck. So I feel compelled <laughs> to correct you. You said that you had better things to do than watch a bunch of young white people work on rich people's boats. I have to point out that the cast, crew, and guests are all multinational." multiracial, multi-orientation, and all that. Lots of interesting accents. The show is on Bravo, which is a very woke network. There are three versions now. Below Deck, original filmed in the Caribbean. Below Deck, Med, spinoff number one, filmed in the Mediterranean uh, with a female captain. And Below Deck, Sailing Yacht. Uh, spinning off number two, featuring beautiful sailing vessel. I'm not trying to get you to watch, but just correcting the record. The show is absolutely trashy, but it's my guilty pleasure. So I said, and I I said this to him, I stand corrected. I'll mention this on the next podcast. Thanks for letting me know. And I can turn this into a new segment called caught being a dank. (laughs) To correct a previous wrong judgment of mine, huh? Play it. Yeah, yeah. Play yeah. it. Play it. Here we go. What's like? Wait, I gotta go back. Here we go. <laughs> Watch what you're doing, dink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Well, yeah. um, you know that could happen to anybody. And I, I was thinking 
when I was listening to the last show, it was really good. And I felt like guilty pleasure things are for me so far in between each thing that I like. So it's hard to determine what's a guilty pleasure sometimes uh, along with um, what you might watch normally or what other people think is uh, their thing, right? Like, so yeah. somebody has a favorite, it might be your guilty pleasure because you would never do it. So in other words, uh, surprisingly stout rocks out, listens to Soundgarden, uh, Dave Grohl, all these bands and everything, but can still listen to Karma Chameleon and not have a problem with it. That would be like a guilty pleasure for me, maybe. Sure. Um, and sure. sing it in my head and, you yeah. know, or, or even a deeper track than that. Like, you know, which people would be like, what the hell? Why would you listen to that? It's like, maybe that's my guilty pleasure. I like the eighties. I like, I'm not going to sit there and tell you, I don't listen to a Madonna song now and again, you know, it's just ridiculous. Exactly. Trader Joe podcast. just said, wow. Wanker. Now that makes me think that Trader Joe might be British. Because he just used the word wanker. That's a no. Thing. You can you can use wanker if you are of any descent of uh, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, great Great Britain. Great Britain. So yeah. you're right. So the, all the islands. So even uh, going down to Australia or New Zealand. So anybody who was originally from the uses wanker, because I worked on movie sets with people. One one guy was like, eh, freaking wanker. And I go, yeah. I said, all you Aussie. He got an argument with me one day, little guy. He goes, said something. I go, all you Aussies think that way. He goes, I'm not a fucking Aussie. I'm <laughs> from New Zealand. He goes, we used to eat those fuckers. And I was like, geez. So he put me in my place by saying he used to eat the Aussies. And I was like, okay, good enough. I guess we're not going to fight. There you go. There you go. Uh, Rodney the Third said, there you go again, Wicked. What a dank. Yeah, because I'm making a judgment. I am kind of being a dank. I'm just assuming that Trader Joe's saying the word wanker and that he's British. Yeah. Oh, we all do it. I do it all the time. I, I'm caught up in it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're eating people from Australia, New Zealand now. So we this New eating. Zealand guy. Yeah, he said that. He goes. Uh, yep. He goes. Uh, I'm not an Aussie. Like you don't make the mistake of calling an Aussie a New Zealander or New Zealander an Aussie. You don't. But they like and respect each other over there. You know, they're like, ah, oh, you know. Either way, you use the same lingo and you, you say, I'm a, a, you want a hangy, you know, and a hangy is like uh, getting together to have a certain snacks uh, that are cooked up. So you, they use the same lingo and everything, but, and they don't really hate each other. They're from the same descent and were actually uh, uh, prisoners originally. Australia was a prison island. And they yeah, would so drop what's there. New Zealand? Uh, how come New I think, Zealand? I think they broke away if they were the other prisoners that didn't want to hang out with the prisoners they didn't like. <laughs> I see. I'm not very culturally uh, acclimated. But, um, but I, I mean, you, you make these little comments on that movie set. I was so pissed at the little guy. And I was like, oh, all you Aussies feel that way or something. He goes, yeah, I'm not an Aussie. You know, and he got all upset. He goes, we used to eat those fuckers. And I'm like, whoa. And well, then where are you from? <laughs> He's like, New Zealand. I go, well, New Zealand, Aussie, whatever. And uh, yeah, they, off. They, they're, I always think they're kind of the same thing. But That's I like mean, calling everybody a Mexican. Like, uh, you're from where? El Salvador. Where are you from? Dominican Isle. You're a uh, Mexican. Like, we're just so uncultured. You know? It's okay if you're It's okay if you're Caucasian and you get it mixed up. I mean... Well, it's not okay if you're Caucasian sure. these days. I don't sure know if you've is. noticed. 
No, I mean, I don't know if you notice these days, it's not okay if you're Caucasian is what I'm saying these oh, days. Oh, it's fine. It's like uh, now uh, with Stinky Dad Glenn and myself, if uh, uh, someone mistook Glenn for an American, I don't think he'd be offended. And I certainly wouldn't be offended if I was called a Canadian. I'd take that as a sense of pride. I want to be. I kind of want to be a Canadian. Friggin' round eye. Well, you you kind of both are Canadian. Well, so to put it yeah, to you yeah, this I way, I'm Canadian. Yeah. I was going to say to Glenn, um, when we you say Letter Kenny, that is a fantastic. That's the best show that has been on TV. I don't care where you live these days. That is a fantastic show, and uh, I don't care who's who's against me. But the other thing is, when we grew up in Maine, we do have a lot of the same tendencies and words and things. So. I think we relate a lot better. I don't know if somebody in the South could watch Letter Kenny and think it's as funny as we do. Um, I know that Lady Rebecca and Father Brian watch it and like it. Uh, it's and, fantastic. Uh, I just don't know yeah. how far down you go. Like, uh, if you're originally from Texas, are you going to get it and like it? And it's fast. And yeah. it's fast and it's dry. So the odd part about Mainers or Canadians is if you can deliver something that rapid fire, but right. still be that dry, it's kind of like it doesn't make sense to the rest of the world, I feel like, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and people, and you're saying that, uh, you're basically saying that Letterkenny is witty, and uh, people from Texas are dumb, and so they wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying, right? I wasn't, I wasn't trying to go there, but, uh, that's, that's what I'm reading. That's what well, I'm you know, reading. you dang old wrangle that thing up and haul it down, tie four legs up and put it down on the ground. How many seconds you do it in? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love all people. Um, well, Matt, Matthew, you, you know, I love all people except no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I do. I've traveled a lot and, there's something to be seen everywhere you go. And we should be able to all make fun of each other because we're all screwed up. We're <laughs> deep so, down. We're everybody's so screwed. If any so basically what you're saying is you love everybody, even uh, dumb people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, mean, I, love, I love dumb people. I, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have daughters because I wouldn't let my daughter date one, but whatever. <laughs> you wouldn't let no, your daughter date anyone from uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the Texans. I see. I don't even know if I know anyone from Texas, to tell you the truth. Half of my family lives in Texas right now, actually, probably. Oh, all my exes live in Texas. Ooh. ooh Do they? Uh, yeah, it's a country song. Oh, um, I actually like that song, so. Who sings that, anyway? There's oh, a gosh. Question. Alan J Jackson? No, wait. It's one of those. All my exes live in. That's uh, not Alan Jackson. It's... Uh... I don't remember. Randy Travis. Randy no, Travis. no, it That's wasn't. What Father Brian says. No, Father Brian. Father I'm Brian sorry. It's never wrong. He's always right. He's but I don't think it's right. Randy. No, I, I know Randy songs. I, no, I it's like not it. Randy. You don't think it's Randy Travis? Okay. No, I know Google, a lot of country. Google it. Yeah, George Strait. That sounds better. That sounds he, Yes, it's George Strait. Probably right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. Third, he's yeah. hot. Okay, let's hear it for rounding third. I'm gonna go. Let's give rounding third the clap. Yeah, he's hot. I can barely hear that clap. Can you guys hear? It? I can hear it. It's pretty loud. It is pretty loud. I don't know why. Something's yeah. Wrong with my audio effects on. Yeah, thing. George Strait. He's hot. 
He was hot for a while. He married, um, you know who he, he married? And I remember this because I had a crush on her when I was a kid. He married the actress that was in a 1980s movie, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, what was her name? Oh, I know. Rowney Third will get this one, too. No, you're thinking of Clint Black. He married Morgan Fairchild or something. Morgan Fairchild? No, let me let me look that up because I could be wrong. No, you're that. right. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's Clint. It's Clint Black. I think. Who did George Clint Strait Black, marry I though? Think I got the lady wrong. I think. I no, think I, I think you're right. I think it was uh, Clint Black. Who did George Strait marry though? George Strait did all right. He married. But you know what's funny, Matt? It's like country comes and goes. This is what I hate about the music industry. Even with country. Those guys are still should be relevant, and then they get passed by, like your old country now, and they're wiped off the maps. And they're probably doing something, but they're not right in your face anymore. You know, they were right. good musicians. Literally, I would listen to those guys. They were they were the last of the good group, I think. Randy Travis, Clint Black, Dwight Yoakam. I could yeah, listen Dwight to those Yoakam, guys. Actually, Dwight Yoakam kicks ass. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, he married Lisa Hartman. That's who it was. I knew it wasn't. That's who it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Close enough, man. Holy crap. I would have married both of them. Yeah. I, and why I know shit like that kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I would have married Clint Black and friggin' George Strait. You know what I'm saying? And the the chicks they married, they, they're not that bad either. You would have married George Strait and Clint Black? Really? No, I don't know. You have to. Have, you have to. You have to be together a little bit first. Yeah, you do. Hey, Lady Me, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast with your host, Brother Wicked, and C. Stout is co-hosting with me tonight. Yes, he is. Brother Stout? Oh, I, I don't get the brotherhood. I'm not in. That doesn't really work. It doesn't. No, C. Stout works for some reason. Or just plain Stout. But Brother C. Stout, Stout run. I get it. C. Stout, eat a meal, get bigger. Stout, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Stout, uh, be a dank. There we go. Yeah, I can do that. That's I'm good at that. <laughs> hey, are you gonna do a Chris's thoughts tonight? Or I said you might, but you don't have to. Are you ready? I could for do a one. Uh, yeah, but I didn't write anything. I think I'll just go off the cuff. Oh uh, yeah, those <laughs> are the best. Yeah, please. I do. think it's something that came up recently, and I I didn't know what to do for Chris's thought, but I didn't want to, um, or a stout's thoughts, I guess we could call it stout's yeah, thoughts. We'll call it, we'll call it stout's thoughts. Yeah. We'll call it stout thoughts. I, I was trying to come up with a song for it, but it always went back to beastie boys. Um, so, okay. So something that occurs to me is remember Saturday night live, Matthew, do you remember that? Remember, yeah. the Saturday night live? remember that back when the seventies hit and you just, you know, it was Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, and all those folks were on it. And you just were like, man, that's a funny show. And then the 80s were rough on them a little bit. Then the 90s come. You got Danny Carvey. You got you got um, uh, all this new cast, John Lovitz. You got all these guys that came in that were also superstars. And I remember when the early 90s hit, I went, I don't know if I'm going to like this new cast. And they grew on you. Now they're old timers. Martin Short. Then you got the end of the 80s. You're like, all right, I don't know who this cast is. And you get a whole new band of brothers and they're, they're just and sisters and they're just great. Uh, sorry, I didn't say sisters fast enough. But anyway, um, they were all good. Then you get, you know, you get through the 90s and then everything's rolling. And then there's a little pit stop, maybe I want to say 99, 2000, 
stuff was kind of fading away. Didn't know if the show was going to come back. Even Lauren Michaels didn't know if the show was going to come back. Uh, Sick and City guys were just suffering. Then you get a whole new cast. Will Ferrell. You get uh, uh, Fred Armisen. You get um, Bill Hader. You get another cast where they surprise you. They just come back and they're kicking ass. Jimmy Fallon, who's not the greatest, I do not know where his talent lies because he got a show that I can't even believe it. He must have rubbed the genie lamp three, four fucking times. Anyway, you see where I'm coming from, Matt? <laughs> three, four times. <laughs> he rubbed that genie lamp till it just spewed out a show he, in his lap. Yeah, he rubbed that genie lamp. <laughs> his genius is behind the writers. <laughs> Why did I, I didn't even mean to clap. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the crowd that's in the uh, the airwaves. But uh, so then you got Conan on the sidelines suffering through it. Conan's all right. He does good. You know, he does good for himself. He just got a new show again. It's not going to be the same format. That's cool. We'll see what Conan can do. I, I believe in him. He's a good Irish boy. But here's the deal. Lately, I've been trying to put on Saturday Night Live. Now, yeah. I'm not as young. I don't watch it through hour and a half on Saturday nights. I catch it the next day on the Hulus. Not to give them a plug. They should be paying us. But anyway, I uh, noticed that I'm not laughing so much anymore. It's political. The musicians suck. Maybe I'm getting old because I don't know who half these musicians are. You know what I'm saying, Matthew? And here's the deal about it. Oh, not only yeah. it's not making me laugh, but each week I give it another chance and then I'll rewind. Let me rewind it 10 minutes. Maybe I'll laugh this time. I don't know. My safe word is pineapple juice. <laughs> but I don't know what they're doing there. I don't know if the writing's suffering. I don't know if the hosts are trying to. Getting, no, just, it's, it's just because you're a stick in the mud conservative. That's what. No, it no, no. It's, it's always. Parts of it I think are funny because I'm a liberal, liberal pan. No, no, and I, I get you, and I'm going to say that the show has gone. It's always been a liberal show. It really has, Matt. I mean, it's never oh, – sure. they, haven't, they haven't changed their roots. They were just funnier. And it's still – it's very, very to the left, more than it's ever been. I'm not trying to knock it for that. It's just I believe, once again, going back to this whole fact that you can't let a comedian write a joke. Well, that might offend somebody. Scratch it. They scratch a sketch on the spot. They'll do a week in front of a live audience of rehearsals, and then 10 seconds before they're about to do the sketch you think got written for you, they'll scrap it, look behind the scenes at the stuff, and then they go, no, we're going with this one, because they decide how the show's going, and they decide who likes it. No, I'm serious. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not looking at the uh, texts or whatever's coming through right now. I'm very passionate about this stout's thoughts yeah. because, because it's just friggin' ridiculous that I feel like a comedian can't write something because it offends everybody. And that's not fair because it took a show down. And if they're ever going to lose the show, it's good as the doldrums. It's Saturday Night Live. It's funny, but it's not anymore. It's lost its flavor. As it, so it's lost its edge because we don't know how to make fun of each other anymore. Is that what it is? Yeah, uh, and I'm, I wasn't trying to, like, I, I, I'm surprised you brought it to the point that it was to the left too much for me. It's not that. It's that there's so much there's so much offense in the world. There's so many people that can get offended too easy that the mm -hmm. network will say, don't do that on air. Don't say that. Don't do that. Back in the day, you had Andrew Dice Clay and all the women on that show boycotted it. 
And mm-hmm. Lauren Michaels said to them, if you don't show up for this show, this guy, that's his living is to be a misogynistic asshole. It's his actual character. And Lauren said, if you don't show up for the show, you're not getting paid and you, you can't come back for a week or whatever the hell he did. He suspended him. I don't know. You have to look into that. He, 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 they broke contract and they did not show up. Right. So back right. then they continued the show. The show has to go right. Go on. Now it's like, nope, let's put the brakes on all the comedians and all the writers. And I hate that. It's like, what happened to the world, man? It well, just the thing sucks. Is, yeah. And the thing is with Andrew Dice Clay, he became irrelevant after a while because there's only, it's only, there's only so far you can go with that type of humor. You we know, can all shock, predict that. We could yeah, predict it, that. Yeah. I mean, shock, shock humor is only going to go so far. But when, but when comedians who were all women who were offended couldn't get past the point that it was comedy, sure, it's offensive. Just get through it. He's probably a nice guy behind the scenes. And Lauren said, you got to show up for your job. Just, just deal with him. He's probably okay. And they didn't even show up. But the show went on and he was offensive and he made like he was going to cry in the beginning. And he's... Mm-hmm. They don't want to show up for my show. And I don't. And then he goes, ah, he's broad. And then he went right back into character and the show went as scheduled. Nice. And what I'm saying is you can't do that these days. You can't do anything to offend anybody. You can't do it. You can't pull somebody's pants down in school and the kids laugh. You can't do any no, of, of that. You bullying. can't do that. That is bullying. You can't do that shit. We used to do it. I got my pants pulled down in front of a female substitute teacher in gym class, laughed my ass off. Dale Pengakis got suspended. It was the funniest thing he'd ever done to me. I laughed. I went to the principal's office. I go, don't suspend him. That shit was funny. Um, well, yeah. And probably the substitute loved it too, right? She was so embarrassed and because he got the underwears and everything and whatever I had on underneath. So I was like, and I stood there for a second because I didn't realize exactly what happened. He did it so fast. And I went, I stood there just, I was standing up and everybody was sitting in a circle. So I was like junk out and I went, Oh, and the lady was so offended and she was mad at Dale. And I was like, don't be mad. It's, This is childish humor. He's my friend. We don't bully each other. We make each other yeah. laugh, you know? We, we called Stout Twig and Berries after that. <laughs> yes. They called me uh, Needle in the Haystack. Yeah, exactly. they, called me, they called me Needle Between Two Little Tiny Haystacks. <laughs> <laughs> they called me, uh, they called me uh, Pencil in the Shredded Wheat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, somebody pulled my... Somebody pulled my pants down in front of a female student in eighth grade, and she was embarrassed, too, and I was embarrassed. But, I mean, looking back on it, I suppose, whatever. I mean, she probably doesn't. I don't know. Bullying is constant bullying. Like, in Maine, we didn't, like, where we grew up, we didn't have it as bad. There was bullies. There was, but there was always somebody to defend the bully. You and I have talked about this. There was never anybody two down, and all the big bullies were regulated. Right. Well, but you can't you, you you know. pull it now. You, you, this day and age, I can understand why you don't pull people's pants down. I mean, you, you don't do that. I mean, it's, but also it's, bullying is ongoing, Matt. It's like you pick on a kid and you tease him every day. It could take one guy and one young kid, and that kid on the bus does it to him every day and nobody sees it. That's yeah. bullying, and he gets away with it. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, but don't get me wrong. But I guess what I'm saying is the networks are bullying. <laughs> The writers and the comedians. 
they're bullying they're bullying writers and comedians. Well, also, I mean, they do a lot of these jokes in front of a test audience before they present them to the public. It, so. It's all week, all week long. They do rehearsals all week. You can get rehearsal tickets, and they will rehearse the sketches all week. And there'll be there could be thirty sketches, and they only pull out twelve that night. But that's my point, Matt. Is that there's a test audience? People are going to laugh. Shit goes wrong, but nothing's that offensive. Like, let them do their thing. Saturday Night Live was always funny. It's less and less funny because of the times. Well, I do have, I mean, I will say something along that point here in a minute because I do have some thoughts on that, which you will probably agree. Lady Me uh, is still under the weather. Hope you feel better soon. Stout wishes he could pull out 12. Me too. What does that mean? I, I say another joke is going over my head still. What does he mean by that? Oh, probably 12 uh, in a day, maybe, or something like a, uh, in uh, a sitting. Like yeah, I'd be lucky to get out 12 in a month, you know? Yeah. Back in yeah, the day, yeah. I wanted 12 kids in a month. Well, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, Lockenvar, D'Artagnan. I had them all named. Lockenvar, D'Artagnan, uh, Seamus. I had them all named yeah, nowadays. Seamus. Yeah. Welcome, Seamus, to our the wicked awesome podcast yeah okay. i could pull oh seamus just came in right when i said that yeah he did he did that's I, that. I thought, that's crazy I just being i thought you were just being clever i thought you no were no i swear to god clever. my kids were going to be named i was going to raise a football team d'artagnan lockenvar uh seamus uh um magnus and magnus yeah. They were all going to be giant boys. You know how it was going to go. I was going to raise a football team. Then I found out I'm shooting blanks, and that sucks. Now I can't even pull out uh, 12 in a 12-month 12 12-month uh, cycle. Yeah, Chris had a vasectomy. Uh, Stout had a vasectomy uh, uh, with a three-wheeler accident. <laughs> yes, you keep going back to that. And it, yeah. when you make that joke, like that is an original year joke. When you say that, though, then I think, oh, my God, maybe it was that. I think I cracked my uh, urethra. You did on that three-wheeler muffler. You did. I've had some hellacious accidents, so anything could have happened over the years. But exactly. yeah, I, you know, I probably couldn't pull the trigger on any of it. Okay, uh, this is okay. This is about the whole thing about being offended. It used to be conservatives would get offended by music and what was in the mainstream media. Now all of a sudden, it shifted to liberals, and it bothers me. Back in the day, I mean, I just saw an old segment of uh, Frank, Zemma, Frank Zappa on Crossfire, you know, basically uh, berating these two conservative fat guys in suits uh, about how they, you know, how they were offended by music, lyrics and music. And he, Frank Zappa's like, it's just words. You know, nobody's going to, like, uh, kill anybody, rape anybody or rob a store uh by listening to words uh you know they're just words so it's like yeah you go frank and now all of a sudden that shifted that shifted it's like now it seems like conservatives are less offended by stuff like that and liberals are more offended and it, uh, yeah liberals seem seem to be going down the road of being offended very very easily I'm making a very general comment there, but it scares me because I will go back to what I said earlier. We need to learn how to make fun of each other again. We don't want to hurt people's feelings, bully people, 
or be cruel. But we do need to learn to laugh at one another again. I will say that. Um, I think about it on this podcast often on whether or not I'm offending uh, people. I'm kind of getting over that a little bit the more I do this. Most of the live listeners, at least, probably even the ones that listen to the published show are regulars, so they know me. Well, and, and I they, think you they know, know you, I'm you, not out to it. They know I'm not out. They know I'm not out to offend. I'm not out to offend. No, anymore. you're not. And you have a loving, like a loving community. So you all support each other. You're live people, and and that forms where anybody would defend you. So if some stranger came into the studio right now and was like, "This guy's a friggin' idiot," and started talking crap about you, everybody would jump on him because they know it's just not true. So. I don't think you have, that's my point, Matt, even with you talking on this show, you shouldn't have to worry about offending people at every moment. Like, am I going to offend somebody? No. Cause if you do, you can apologize and you can say, I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. But I would also say, don't ever back paddle. Like don't ever say something. Don't ever say, well, I didn't mean it. Just say, well, that's, you heard it your way. I mean, I mean, that's the biggest thing. So it goes in somebody's ears and they go, well, you, you meant it this way. And it's like, no, I didn't. Do you see, who you know what I mean? The, yes, I do. Do you? I do exactly. Yeah, I saw that. I saw it actually made me giggle a little bit. I saw, I saw, I don't know who did it. It's gotta be somebody who's in here now, but that's brilliant. Cause it made me giggle. I know who's, I know who's doing it. I wish I could figure out how the heck he does it. <laughs> how he does it so fast. Yeah. He does it so fast. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But when you have to worry about, I mean, I have a job, I have a career. And if I found out tomorrow yes. that I lost yeah. it because I said something that no, I you're right. someone, I'd be like, well, you know, and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. It's not. No, like but I think because I never talk about my work here. I never talk about people, blah, 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 blah. No, you're exactly right. I, you know, I sometimes. I forget that a lot of times I think about it and then you bring it back to the point that you have a position in public that is different than others. And so, and, and I do too, when I'm um, doing certain jobs for school boards or whatever down here, or I'm representing a company, you forget, you know, like I feel like nobody would listen to my stuff, but if I started a podcast or if I um, did something specific, Oh my God. <clears throat> Welcome, w um, Wicked Smart listener. Yes, sir. Um, I feel like if I did something specific where I said something or or offended someone, I'm sorry, I just had a little bit of a hiccup there in interruption. Um, Keep going. That it that it would it could impact a career. I could I could potentially never do a job I've done for the community that I've done for 30 years again if. They went, well, Chris Stout said one thing. He just said one thing on this podcast that only 10 people listened to, and uh, it went across the airwaves, and uh, we got wind of it. And so now he, uh, he hates spam sandwiches, and yeah. uh, we know everybody loves spam. So, exactly. And the spam corporation gave us a lot of money to run this school board this year, and all the Hawaiians love spam, so therefore Chris is fired. Like, so – Stupid crap like that happens in the world all the time, and you can't defend, you know. Well, it it does, it does, and I mean, I know what the limitations are in uh, 
at least in public life on social media. I mean, I think I was on the school board one time. I would never go on to when I was on the school board, I'd never go on there, talk about anything school board related or uh, give even a even really advocate for anything strongly or try to get people to show up to a school board meeting because I disagreed with something because that's wrong. That is wrong. So you don't bring that stuff up when you're in this case, an elected official, uh, but also, it's the same with my job. I don't bring up work on social media. I don't bring up work here. I don't call out people in the public who I disagree with. Well, I don't call out people in my community that I work with on any type of social media or this podcast. I mean, I know how, enough not to do that. But I how's, not how's work that. going? I've been, I've been meaning to ask you, how's work going? How are the people you work with? What's going on oh, in their lives? Oh, and fine, fine, fine. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I've always said that I've always said that I like I mean, I, I like what I do for a living and I like I, people. No, I, I know. I know. Um, but, you know, if I found out tomorrow that my bosses were offended because I called you a pussy, I'd be like, well. Sorry, but too bad <laughs> and they never would anyone they never would well anyone. i mean that you, you it takes a lot to fire people more than ever but also like you said from your point of view you would have to make them explain themselves a little you you know it's not they can't be judge jury and executioner you have to be able to say you know then tell me why tell me the reasons and why are you going to fire me because i'm doing this thing what do you why are Chris's squeaky door entered the live studio. Now it says Wicked's boss entered the live studio. I know, I know who it is. He's very fast. He must have five computers going at once. I don't know how you can toggle on. That, that is pretty funny. That's how people hack each other, man. They're like, I have to be taught how to do that. Oh, the master is in the house. He's got. He's got to be like, I am the master. <laughs> now do that. Now say that. Now say that. Now. Oh, that's funny. All right. You know what happened? I had my uh, Jesus. I'm starting to feel it. Actually, I had my COVID booster today. Oh boy. And I've been trying to chase it with uh, a lot of water and painkillers, but it's still having the effect on me uh and that's oh, no. why yeah your mother Matt, can i interrupt you for one second yeah go ahead go ahead. i said tell me the master enter the studio the master enter the studio who's the master yeah. now who's i'm the puppet master, master. i'm the, the puppet master, master. Yeah. i made you do that okay go ahead matt um uh, so say, I mean, what I, how many I, are you up to like three shots now yeah this is my third shot so i wow. think wow yeah, I think what's happening is I'm growing my fourth nipple and I'm feeling uh, the kind of mm. so maybe the side well will go away. After just I keep pumping it in, buddy. Keep pumping it in. Hope for the best. Exactly. That's all I can say. You know, next time I give you a handshake, I hope there's still the same amount of fingers on there. Not one less, not one more. Just the same amount of mat fingers when I yeah. when I yeah. shake your hand, man. Just keep pumping full and hope for the best. Yeah. Do uh, what they tell you. Do what they tell you, buddy. I'll let you know rounding third. I'll let you know. Rounding third is like, does it produce milk? He's talking about my fourth nipple. Uh, I'll let you know that the time will tell on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yep, pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, what do you, you, uh, uh, what was I going to ask? Uh, <laughs> What have you been watching on uh, like Netflix and Hulu these days? Anything good? Well, I was telling you earlier in the show that I switched over and just started. I've been doing a lot of retro stuff, which is like. Uh, oh, yeah. The coach. Uh, coach. Right. The sure. coach. And um, what's the one? A, a couple of spade ones were just shoot me or whatever. I started that. I did two episodes. He's not as funny as the rest of the cast. The writing is perfect. He's pretty funny in the one. Um, What's the one with Jeff? The character is Jeff and the wife. It's like David uh, Warburton. I don't know. Putty, Putty from Seinfeld plays this character, Jeff. It's called uh, Rules of Engagement. Oh, yeah. That, that has David Spade in it, too, doesn't it? David Spade. That's what I'm saying. Spade is in it. He's funny. Yeah. The writing is good. And Warburton is just like the man's man who just like, yeah. He plays kind of the putty character. He's like, yeah, oh, I was hoping to, but it's intelligently written. So I got back into those and I, I just like things that keep me going to make me laugh. I will now and again, listen on the radio or in my truck to a podcast or to uh 93, or something, or uh, Brian Kilmeade or something. I'll, I'll listen now and again. Um, but I don't drive myself crazy with, uh, uh, too much one way or the other, you know? Gotcha. Lady Me says Midnight Mass is good. I haven't, I, I've been tempted to watch that. I, ha I haven't yet, but I, I haven't. I want to start that one. I want to start. You and I should make a pact of when we're going to start it so we can watch the same episodes. And then each time we do a podcast, we can do a uh, episode rehash for like 10 yeah, minutes. We could do that or, do, or we could just do the whole series. Actually, you know what we should do is we should do Big Mouth, the latest season of Big Mouth. Cause oh, my God. I'm on it. I watched like three of them tonight. Is that Juvenile? Oh, yeah. Should I have admitted that? I, my God, I just, I did. I was about to fall asleep in the chair and I had to watch three or four of them before I started the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we can watch that, Lady Me. Uh, yeah, we can watch that. We can watch the whole series and then just do a recap. I, I'll do that. I'll do that. So so you're uh, not into the new Big Mouth yet? You haven't really gotten oh, into no, it no, yet? Oh, no, no, I'm very much into it. I, I'm, I think I'm on the uh, second to last episode right now, yeah. Oh, no, okay, so you... So you saw where Kroll showed up as Kroll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was a good one. That's the one I was on tonight. I was cracking up. So uh, you do my voice. <laughs> he goes, yeah. He goes, oh. And Lizzie called that out in the very beginning of the series. She goes, that's what's his name? I go, no, it's not. That's Kroll. She yeah. goes, no, it's not. And then it got brought up in the show. I watched it. I was cracking up laughing. Yeah. Yeah, that show is funny. I don't even think it's a guilty pleasure because I think there's quite a bit that goes into that show. I mean, there I is most people that I know would not watch something like that. They're not into cartoons or whatever. They don't find the juvenile humor. So the adults that I hang out with <laughs> just go, they look at me and they're like, like cousin Jeff, he would be like, what are you doing? He would, he would, he would, he's not a haul off and punch guy, but I expect him to go really in your life, this is what you do. But when I have to shut it down <laughs> in my head, that's what I go to. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, well, I mean, it's just mindless enough that it's a good kind of mind numbing thing to watch before you go to bed. But then you can, in your, uh, your, uh, mind getting numb, you also notice that 
you uh, can. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, what am I saying? Yeah, there's some cleverness in that too. See, Alan just entered the live studio. Welcome, Alan. And I love is that, that Al? Kind of oh, that's Al. That's our friend. That's Al. our. That's our guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Yeah. Hey, Al. I just, I just saw his wife a, a couple hours ago because I'm doing a Zumba class. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, easy, yeah. big fella. No, I did. I saw her, but then she she had to go home. She didn't do my Zumba class because she had to go home and run on the treadmill. Uh, she what? Isn't yeah. it? You were already doing the workout. Yeah, we're doing. I know. And she ended up driving home because she had to get a run in on a treadmill. Uh, she saw she saw the absurdity of it. But yeah, she'll do. Uh, but I know she'll take the Zumba class at one point. She's a yeah, but also person. I think you got it. She is a sweetheart. I think you also have to realize from perspective wise, if she was where were you in Monroe? No, this is in Belfast. I'm doing this one right in, right in town. Yeah, so, okay, so even Belfast, consider the drive she has to do to get back home, too. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. quite a few yeah. miles, so yep. I don't blame her for being like, hey, man, I got to go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was a fun class. I mean, I, I had uh, six students here tonight, uh, which is a little bit more than I expected. And yeah, we had a lot of fun. Lot nice. Of fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I got it. Next time I come up, cause I'm having, I, this is being honest. I'm having some <laughs> serious troubles with my hip and my knee and all that. That's, I hope it's not bigger than it should be, but, uh, you, next time I come up, you're definitely gonna have to hold me to, uh, all right, so get out here. Let's do this and, uh, put a yep. little whooping on me. Exactly. Exactly. We'll get you, we'll get you out there. Yeah. Eric said he'd do it. Um, uh, as well uh, and uh, yeah that'd be good, that'd be good if you guys, yeah. <laughs> I think like with Eric though like he's got my butt beat anyway because it'll be a joke to him because he kind of keeps himself in shape for me I really need to stretch Matt I, I know that part of it is the sciatic I know it's just stretching you know from the top to the bottom I really have troubles with that and then when I'm sleeping or trying to sleep at night now I wake up in the middle of the night with pain <laughs> you know we should just do a, a podcast of all of us guys that are 50 years old. Just complaining. And just, just pissing and moaning about all the ailments that we have. You know, whether it be a knee, a hip, or I just had my uh, pacemaker put in or some shit like that. You know, it'll be a whole, just a whole show on that. Yeah. Yeah. After an old bastard sit around and cleared. Yeah. I mean, I bet people will listen. Just a bunch of us, uh, borderline grumpy old people just complaining about all our ailments i remember being a little kid and listening to like the dad and the uncles doing that complaining they're like god damn they barely complained about much and they're like god damn elbow laying block all day and you're a little kid and you're like why does it hurt daddy and they're like and they punch you across the room and say get me a beer and shut your mouth unless you're spoken <laughs> Yeah, th those were the days. Those were the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, now I'm starting to um, think maybe some of my physical ailments are from way before <laughs> I started my real life. Maybe it was from getting punched across the room to get a beer. Holy crap. Oh, my God, I'm regressing. Well, probably those three-wheeler trips where you made yourself sterile didn't help. Yeah. Yes, crush my urethra. We've we exactly. spoke about that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I had a sore hip until I did Zumba. Now my hip is 
not sore anymore. So yeah, you have said that. You, that's what's making me think I should do it because I remember when I was up there this last time. You said, uh, "Man, I had those sore hips," and I he go, "I don't, I don't have the sore hips anymore. I think it's yeah. uh, the Zumba stretches me out and stuff." And I was like, "All right." I'll get out there and you go Monday stout expect to see you in Monroe Monday. And I was like, okay, you're going to have to hunt me down. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, lady me says, uh, they need more. And she has a finger, uh, a finger pointing with a, the other hand up, uh, forming a circle and the pointy finger is going towards the circle. So uh, I think she's trying to say they need more humping, they, but they need more like, humping. They need more. But humping. that's, yeah. The, the symbol yeah. she put up is literally in the butthole. Oh, well, there's some people like that, I think. Uh, but and she's saying, no, that's not what sh- that's not what. Oh, don't doing. knock it till you tried it. Well, now, now, now we're getting some Yeah, I'm, uh, all of a sudden I'm getting uncomfortable. Well, it's funny. You can do dirty shows until I'm in. You're like, Stout goes way too far. Way too far. (laughs) I've been pretty clean this show. I just. No, you have. That's what I'm saying. You're always clean when I'm on. You'll do anything when I'm on. You're like, let's take calls from, hey, like you'll be like, uh, this guy's called some asshole. Let's take his call. (laughs) And then like, you're like, last week I did a dirty show and I'm on the next week. I'm like, what? I can't even say poop and you're like don't say poop stout i said i did a dirty show yeah uh father brian says that that symbol implies sex not necessarily anal so maybe you just oh. want it be, you just want it to be anal i think it's finger in four fingers it's like put your finger right between these three fingers up top a-okay i don't know how to read these things <laughs> Actually, Lady Me is now doing. I get it. That's yeah. Now that she's, got a, sense. Yes. she's got a finger pointing the to point, the peach. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, man, that makes sense now. And now it makes sense a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Boy, is there egg on my face? Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. I'm embarrassed a little bit. Well, it's no I don't, to be embarrassed. I don't know emoji sex symbols, and now I feel behind the times. <laughs> well, anal lover just entered the live studio. Welcome, <laughs> anal lover, to the live studio. <laughs> it's amazing how many you've got a, a lot of fans. It's amazing how many fans just come. <laughs> yeah, just kind of coming in, and they're and they're relevant to what we're talking about. So. Lady, me, you can't. You got to use the. Um, I believe it's the uh, eggplant. No, she's got yeah. the uh, she's got the cucumber. No, got up a there. cucumber. Oh, Father Brian's got a good one. Wait, Father Brian, shouldn't the eggplant go before that? Well, what what does he have before it? I can't tell what he has before. Squirty, squirt, squirts. Oh, squirty, squirt, squirts eggplant. And then eggplant. So it's like, or or maybe he's saying, I'm done. If I finish, it's okay, man. (laughs) It's like. There's never, there's never, there's never a problem with that. You know what I mean? Oh shit! I told the story uh, tonight about. Uh, I told the all story right. We gotta Andy. stop. We gotta stop this. Uh, I told the story tonight um, to Alan's wife actually about when Alan and I were in our uh, early twenties and were roommates, 
um we used to like smoke cigarettes and drink a lot of beer but we would also run like we used to run like three or four miles at a time and like sprint the last half mile we were like in really good shape but you and al this... oh yeah yeah so i i had this theory i don't know if he remembers this and i i was telling the story to her because i don't know if he remembers it i think he might but i had this theory that uh the smoking and drinking of alcohol uh would form like a bunch of black shit in your internal organs but if you went for a four mile run all that black shit would just fall right off. Uh, so so Alan's like, oh, okay. So then it became a thing like, hey, let's go for a run and clean that black shit off. Uh, so it, we would say that every time we went for a run. And, and it made sense to me. Like, yeah, we're going to go for a run and clean all that black shit off. You know, all that black shit that piled up in our internal organs. But, well, it can't hurt, right? I mean, exactly. so in other words, you can't, I don't think you could prove that it didn't didn't work exactly, you know what i mean exactly uh, yeah I so think, i think I, my theory was you could smoke and drink as much as you want as long as you kept running uh, because uh, <laughs> it was just cleanly yeah black shit just entered the live studio <laughs> 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 he's making me crack up with that shit but anyway uh but there is something to be said for a workout or calories in calories out i can preach it all day i don't really do i don't I don't lead by example anymore. I wish I did. Maybe one day I will again. I don't know. You never know how time will go by. Your but black uh, lungs will stay black. I wonder. I quit smoking cigarettes. Uh, that's not true, Lady Me. I know so many people who quit in like 40 and 50 years old, and they can regenerate a lung. The, the, the insides of your lungs will clean up. Well, um, now, how do you know that, though? How do you know uh, that? Because the science has uh, doctors and surgeons have pulled lungs out of people who've smoked for 30, 40, 60, 70 years. Like my aunt smoked all her life, but she supposedly barely inhaled, but she smoked to the end and made it really long. My mom quit when she was 50, I think. And uh -huh. the way she smoked, I don't think my mom would have lasted through her sixties. I mean, there's certain things. Smoking is definitely one of those things you could, you can prove that kills people. I mean, yeah. you know, Interesting. Black lung just entered the live studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm such a child. It gets me. I'm a juvenile. It gets me every time. Yeah, I quit before I was thirty. <laughs> a goal of mine. That was a goal of mine to quit before I was thirty, and I've never smoked a cigarette past the age of twenty-nine. <laughs> you should have still been able to if you kept running four miles a day. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because it just cleans that black shit off. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I should be able to do anything I want, right? Like any type of substance, as long as I run. Uh, yeah, if I go by that theory. But yeah, exactly. I guess Lady Me is a health freak, but anyway, most people from LA are. But um, LA. yeah, I would yeah. think like most people say, like a workout, and I believe this as well. Because people go, no, no, I, I, I don't eat that much or whatever. They say whatever, but calories in, calories out. That is exactly how our body works. It's like a furnace. You yeah. stoke it up and you burn it off. And if you're not, and I believe that even though I'm not doing very good at it. I'll yeah, be the first to admit, you know. Yeah, if you don't burn it off, that's how you gain weight. That's how that works. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to put calories in. You're not telling me you're storing up. So 
and everybody has different metabolism. I get it. I've had these arguments and everybody has, you know, I got a glandular problem. I got a thyroid problem. I got it. And it's true. And then I say to them, and this always makes people go oh, and scoff. I go, well, uh, nobody came out of Auschwitz overweight yeah, because they starved <laughs> them. No, yeah, it sounds no, bad. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a, it's a terrible thing to say, but they starved them and they made them work all the time. Yeah. And, and welcome, you, welcome poor metabolism to the lifestyle. <laughs> Come on, man. He's got to stop. He's got, this isn't fair. That's uh, funny. Uh, well, I do have a pet peeve. Uh, I have a pet peeve. <laughs> I don't, can I tell you about my pet peeve? I don't talk yeah, about I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Yes, pet peeve. That's annoying okay. to me as I well. have a pet you know, peeve. You know what my pet peeve is? People use pet peeve. My pet. <laughs> I think there's a. I think there's a name for that. There's like a, some sort of thing for that. But pet anyway, peevism. Pet peevism, exactly, or anti-pet peevism, or yeah. Well, anyway, uh, okay. People who are skinny uh, that complain that they're cold all the time, they bug me. Like uh, yeah, because they and, have nothing for uh, insulation. Exactly. And people and the skinny people also have like these weird dietary things. Oh, I'm I'm a veg, uh, I'm vegan and I'm also gluten free. Yeah. Which to me is basically code for you have an eating disorder. You don't. Eat. Yeah. And then and then it's just like, you know, of course, everyone's sitting outside because of COVID and whatever else. I have no problem with that. But then some people are like, oh, if really? Do I don't know if I'm going to go out because it's so cold. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, for goodness sake, you know, wear some clothes and eat like four cheeseburgers and have a beer or something. You know, yeah, what I mean? stop complaining, man. It's like, you know, exactly. OK, you you go down this road. I think this exactly, this is what I love, especially down here in Florida, I swear. And I gave my niece a hard time, my great niece a hard time about this. I don't know, grand niece, grace, great niece, grand niece. I don't know what she is. She's like a secondary, whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, everybody comes to Florida and they're like, I'm, I'm going to be a trainer. I'm a trainer and I'm a trainer. I'm going to be a trainer. All these girls that I trainer. know, every girl, yeah. as soon as I came to Florida, every girl I knew was a physical trainer and they had fake boobs. And I was like, I'm in the land of make-believe. This is awesome. And then a few years later, I'm like, I'm a smart man. This is disgusting. And they're all trained. So when my niece came here, she's like, I'm going to be a trainer. And, and I'm like, you don't have to train people when your body doesn't gain fat because you never eat anything and you're 20 years old, man. Right. I was so upset. I was like, everybody's a trainer. So I laughed every time she said it. I'm going to be a trainer. Now she's pulled yeah. it off, by the way, uh, just to build her up. she I'm not going to mention names, but she has actually proven that she stuck with it and she's making a lot of people people's lives better and she worked hard at another job and now she has her own studio at her house and she's she's made a business of it so i was wrong once again um like you said matt by judging but i just heard it so many times i was like yeah everybody's gonna move to florida and be a trainer when they're 20 and their body doesn't even not everybody has that you know That's right um i see you uh, know skinny uh, welcome skinny to the live studio and <laughs> We got a lot of, we got, we are so blessed with people tonight. We've got, yeah. we've got such a fan base tonight. I'm so proud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I can say about my Zumba sensei, 
my Zubin sensei, who uh, is physically fit, does eat. I mean, and it's God bless her. I mean, it's just like, and she'll eat anything. She doesn't have those because. Well, that's she, the other thing, Matt. You can eat when you're burning it all off. When you're burning, just burn 4,200 calories as a man. It's, and your yeah. body intake can be 2,400 and then mm -hmm. eat 2,000 calories, eat 1,900 calories, which is pretty good. Most women have to eat 400 less calories a day than a man for some reason, right? Um, yeah. But you burn 42, you can eat Big Macs all day. Like I went to right. Dolphin Gym in New York when I lived there and the guy who ran the place was huge muscle bound guy. And he went, I go, what should my diet be like? I was a young kid. He goes, most of these guys, when they leave here, they go to McDonald's and eat 10 Big Macs. I go, what? Yeah. I was like, Holy aren't you Jesus. supposed to be healthy? I go, aren't you supposed to be healthy? Put good stuff in your body? He goes, we're burning so much fuel. We can eat whatever. I'm sure he was wrong to the fact that, you know, the side, you know, the side effects of a Big Mac will eventually kill you. But yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it for fuel every so often it's fine like i mean the tour de france yes big mac entered the little <laughs> rowdy tour just said he ate seven thousand calories a day for a while okay what were you doing for activity eating well he was probably calories? burning it all day uh, but what was but, he know, doing was he was he like hanging know. out with charlie sheen and uh the, i'm not even gonna i'm not gonna finish what i was about to say i was gonna say something awful but i'm not going to what were you doing for exercise when you were eating 7,000 calories a day. I'm, I, I'm, I'm curious to know. Training for my first plane pull. <laughs> yeah. 7,000 7, is a lot. I was like, but you know what? But I would never discount anybody. Like 7,000 is a lot, but I would never say, I would never say before he made the joke, I wouldn't say that rounding third couldn't do that. Um, he's got a different mesomorphic body style than we do, but you can't ever bet against somebody and say you never did it because if they're burning 8,000, which is insane, um, you could do it. You know, uh, what, what was his name? The swimmer. He he was eating 12,000? Michael, Michael Phelps. Well, I mean, how? In, I don't have enough time in the day to eat 12,000 calories. He would pack it in at breakfast. Did you ever see just his breakfast menu? And he, he drank coffee like crazy. He ate like well, I, I, oh, I God. coffee, but coffee doesn't have calories. Really. 14 eggs, like seven pancakes, four cups of coffee. Like look his um thing up and you'll be impressed. You'll be like, oh my God, there's no way this guy did that. But he was burned. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I haven't really seen rounding third eat. Now he rounding third just said he put on 15 pounds. Rounding third goes to the gym a lot and lifts. He lifts weights. So I, I can see that because I remember guys back when we were younger that were trying to build muscle and they would eat quite a bit. But I don't know if there was ever a point in my life that I could consume that many calories. Um, now, I I feel like now, not that I count calories, but when I think about it, I probably eat about 2,400 calories a day consistently. That's probably right for your size, too. It is. It is. Rounding third said I was 218 for a while. How much are you now, rounding third? Just if you don't mind my asking. Alan's like amateur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to Alan's house. I, I used to eat a lot at Alan's house. Alan always had some good food at his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Canada, 
they they eat uh, seal blubber. They in Canada they eat a lot of seal blubber. Uh, I think I bet when we were in high school, I bet I did four thousand. Four thousand, yeah, probably. I mean, there were times I did in high school. Rounding thirds at two two oh seven now. But we were kids, and also, uh, my four thousand calories was nuts and berries. You ate nuts. Uh, you ate nuts and berries. I was raised by a hippie, so I had ramen and nuts and berries. I had to forage through the forest to get my food. Um, no, all jokes aside, uh, no. That when we were athletes, we had to eat. I think the, the lunch sure. ladies really. They really. We knew some of the lunch ladies in school. They really made it up for me because, being honest, when I went home, there wasn't a lot, a whole lot of food, and it was grains and things. But the lunch ladies, thank goodness for them, because they would just load my plate up in the morning. Whenever I went, as long as they weren't cleaning up, they would just feed me. So uh, yeah. we have that. And then there was a gym teacher that used to like to exercise with some of the. Uh, yeah, students. she'd work yeah. you out. She'd work you. Uh, but we're not going to go there. We're not. Nope. nope. She'd work you out. Um, uh, something I was going to say. Uh, last time I saw Rounding Third, he looked great though. This summer when we played and everything, I hung out with him the next oh, day. Yeah. He, yeah, he looked yeah. really good. You he know what I mean? Good. He does look good. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he works out, takes care of himself and all that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bastard, says Alan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Alan, how you doing? Jill. Jill's here. (laughs) You get, oh my God, you did the high thing. My fucking eardrums just broke. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Al, how you been doing, baby? You, uh, you looked good last time I saw you too. You've been doing good. Yeah. Alan's, yeah. Alan's looking good. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Alan was in uh, Belfast today for a meeting, actually. Yep. Belfast. Watch what you're doing, dink. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should stop that. I mean, is that still No, funny? it's funny. Yes. It's still funny. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Alan, they still hit him and get him on the golf course. We're done. Uh, we're uh, We're done playing golf up here in Maine for the for the season though today it was 60 degrees christ you could have played yeah but all the courses when did the, they shut down in october or something right normally yeah end of october uh some courses will uh open up uh, as long as uh the greens aren't what happens is if the greens get a frost uh, you can't walk on them because it's not good for them but as long right. as there's not a deep frost uh, they'll some courses will actually stay open. But, are yeah. you um, so you guys are getting really cold snap right now, aren't you? No, not at all. Last uh, couple of days have been beautiful. It's going to get cold again, though. I think next week they're actually saying uh, snow. I mean, not like a snowstorm, but they're actually saying snow, snow. Yeah, that's uh, right. And third says his cold course in southern Maine is still open, been playing all week, and Allen's uh the course that Allen's affiliated with uh, is closed. Yeah. 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 I believe that rounding third may mean that he shaves his area and paints it green. So it might still be open. I see. I see. It's a putting green. It's a putting green. Gotcha. Gotcha. I suck at golf. I hate my, Allen, you do not suck suck at golf. Oh my God. No, he doesn't. He's been, no, no played, he's good. I played with Alan. I played with Alan this past summer, and he he was awesome. He did really. Good. So, do you remember when we were kids in school? That bitch would get up at three in the morning or so. I 
forgive me if my numbers are off, but he would, I believe he would go to Brooks and groom the golf course oh, yeah. at four five in the morning and then get cleaned up and come to school. Yeah. So he'd be to yep. school early and he already did all his work in the morning and then he would go after school, I believe, and, and do more. So he learned the old fashioned way of how to maintain and take care of a golf course. Well, and that's how he learned how to work hard as well. Yeah. 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 Alan's long drive entered the live studio. Welcome. In. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, my God. I only played twice this past summer. Um, I got uh, the summer went by and I didn't play much golf, but which is okay. I go, I have summers like that next summer. I'll probably play all the time. But yeah. I went to the range last Wednesday. Did you? Yeah, I was, you know, it wasn't so bad for working things out. I was a little afraid to pull my back out or go overboard because I tried to, you know, I was just easy, trying not to drive them too hard. I, I realize my age now. So, but I was hitting pretty straight. I shanked a couple and, you know, par for yeah. the course, but I was still hitting okay. I I didn't go for the big clubs. You know, when you're young, it's like, I got to get the one wood out. I yeah. can drive it home. I got to drive a 400. I didn't do that. I actually worked on my chip in and my wedge and, you know, I just good for you. Good for you. You know, and yeah. I was spot on kind of surprised me. So maybe I'll get back on the course one day. Okay. So we're officially turning into the old bastard podcast here. It's like, we're talking about our body part <laughs> ailments, uh, what we eat for food and playing golf i mean before you know it we're going to start talking about like uh shuffling. oh don't you get me wrong bud i could still drive a hat <laughs> drive a hat. i'll come on to her i'll fucking drive a hat don't get me wrong just way you hear me speaking right now don't mean nothing bud i put a carburetor on a how's your can sound my son yeah bud yeah let's get out on the ice over this weekend bud we'll fucking well, what other old bastard things can we talk about? I mean, are we going to start talking about cribbage or uh, I don't know. Gray pubes. Uh, gray pubes. We, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Stout's missing nut entered the live studio. Welcome, Stout's missing nut. I'm not missing a nut, but I'll tell you this. Brother Brian just had says. Father Brian has gray pubes. You guys, uh, you guys uh, admit a lot about yourselves on this show. I really don't uh, know because I just buzz them off anyway and just shave them down, nair them. <laughs> <laughs> She's clean to go. She's good. I don't even have a landing strip. <laughs> it got embarrassing. They were getting wiry and hit. You know, this stuff gets wiry. Like you, you picture yeah. looking in the mirror, Matt, and you see how your eyebrows go. Well, we've we've talked about manscaping on this show many times, and like, yeah, we're going back to, to a. Well, we're going back to a. What's interesting is it's not exclusive to this show because I listen to other podcasts, not many, but it seems to always come up on other shows as well, and people are free to admit whether or not they actually do this, and I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, Best thing you can do is take care of your junk. Exactly. <laughs> Stout's hairless wife's <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Uh just don't sweat all over the place. Uh jeez. No, you anyway. don't. If you if you if you take the hair off, you don't sweat as much. If you t- 
<laughs> is that how that works now? But yeah. Oh my God. In Florida, it gets so hot down here. If you don't buzz things down, you're like, I'm a hairy fella. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look down there and I go, Hey, Mr. Squatch, how you doing in the morning? And I'm showering up. It's like, I can't pull my fingers out of the hair. So you got to You got to take care of yourself. But exactly. it's so hot here, you know. If it's cool out, you know, whatever. Walk around so with no underwear pissing, on. Why are you pissing and moaning about it being sixty-five degrees down there and wearing a snowmobile suit? I am frozen. <laughs> it's sixty-five degrees. Oh, it's but it's a different type of cold down here. here. <laughs> You've been here. Different. It's a different kind of cold. You've it's been like here for this. Sixty-five degrees is sixty-five degrees. I uh. I actually took a picture before the show started. I just sent it to your phone. You're going to crack up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just sent it. But, um, well, you've been down here in the winter. No, it's not as bad. Like, even when you were down here, it was beautiful uh, weather. Yeah. And, well, and we, I mean, it went, was, uh... we took the boat out and stuff. But, but it was balmy and drizzly and rainy and foggy. It was kind of like more like Maine. It was. I wanted the, you to have the greatest experience and it was kind of like weird because it was, but I, I just was ignoring it. I was like, all right, Matt, let's do our thing. And we got on that boat. We had that, a good day. That was a good day. That was a very good day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at the picture that Stout sent. He's wearing like this, uh, uh, <laughs> this uh, hat with a neck warmer thing. It's like, are you, really dressed, are you really dressed like that? No, I did that more to make you laugh. Okay. <laughs> I was but I am. You. I still have the sweater and sweat, big giant sweatpants on. I see. You know, that I can see a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, the last couple of days has hit just 60 degrees up here. And I've been wearing a jeans and just my button-up shirt and walking around and just feeling it, man. It was good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, really funny been... that you get warm weather when we get cold lately. And we get warm when you get cold. It's like kind of weird how, how it goes, you know? Yeah. That's what happens with climate change. Yeah. Uh, rounding third what? is wearing shorts. Does that exist? Of course it exists. You hammerhead. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting you going, buddy. Um, I know what you do. But when you were down here, let me ask you this, Matt, all serious mm -hmm. business. Did you ever see so many porpoise around a boat? Oh, wasn't that good? I still have video of that. I'll put that on my Instagram. That was awesome. I, that was awesome. I just was hoping we'd have a great day. And when we saw those porpoise just swimming around the boat, I went, I said, Matt, look at this. I said, man, they're freaking out today. And it was like February. It was middle of winter. And you yeah. went, we've gone on trips with my dad on the West Coast to find these guys and see three. And I said, I've seen a lot today. You go, I've never seen this many in my life. That was an extraordinary day. That was awesome. Yeah. It was great when we actually caught one and barbecued it up for dinner, too. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we did that? We I said, I said, you're not supposed to tell people about that. They frown <laughs> on that. Yeah. They don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Almost just as good say as you got one of the gray nosed ones. They'll be fine with it. And they'll be fine. Yeah. Almost as good as the time uh, as that time when we ate the manatee. Yeah. The manatee steaks are awesome. Nobody can deny that. <laughs> uh, oh wait i'm just i'm just kidding yeah we are just no that is, that is a joke that is a joke the manatees are beautiful i really wouldn't want anything to happen to them um yeah there is yeah. actually a tragedy if you guys really want to look it up and i'm not trying to push anybody to do it but i know father brian would probably do it um you don't have to donate or whatever just look it up there is a, a problem here in florida we haven't had in a long time 
the manatees came back in numbers and now they could be extinct again. You know, they were numbers away from being extinct and now it might happen again. It's pretty that's fucking sad, really. That is sad. I, I mean, that's my dad uh, winters in Tarpon Springs and in town, there's a little river where the manatees come up and you can see them and it's nice. I do like the manatees. Yeah. Who's your dad now? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> it was my dad. I love you. I love you. Alan just said, "Yeah, Alan's an ass. Alan is an ass man. I, I, I have not, uh, I have not uh, been forthcoming with whether or not I'm a uh, boob man or an ass man. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh, you couldn't make me choose. I think when I was young, I couldn't choose, and now I probably still couldn't choose. I'm, you know what? I like it all. I don't care. I don't care if it's. I really end the point where I." I if it's flat, little bit, round, I'm both top and bottom. I'm I'm not that picky anymore. Or I, I don't I see. I see. Yeah. And it's okay to have physical preferences to those types of things. It doesn't mean those physical preferences uh are exclusive to what you're looking for in a partner. It's just sometimes it just enhances it. And when you notice that somebody's physically attractive, you may be focused on one area of the person over the other. And I think that's okay. Uh, I think Alan has a fucking nice ass too. Like, so I, maybe I'm an ass man when it comes to Al baby. Yeah. Cause you know what? I will chop a piece off of that. Yeah. Stinky yeah. <laughs> uh, dad, Glenn. I don't think I'm going to read that one, but uh, that's an interesting comment. Uh, but yeah, because uh, basically he likes both. Stinky glad. Well, I mean, if you're a man, you're gonna like both. You know, to an you're extent, like, right? I mean, you, you, you know, like both. You're gonna have a preference for one. But I mean, we're uh, we're attracted to the opposite because they're different than us. So, like, even if you see mosquito bumps on the front of a girl and a little ass on the back, we we go for that. They smell better. They look better. If everybody looked like a dude, well, there's people into that too. I don't, I don't know what to say. Well, I listened to this. Uh, I'll bring up a show that I've uh, uh, take what you can get. If she has a nice one or the other, I'll take it. Says uh, rounding. Uh, says uh, Stinky Dad. Rounding third. Rounding third has a foot fetish. He probably. I think he might actually. I think he might. Um, I, uh, yeah, he does. He needs to get his cleaned up. He'd be better at it. I was listening to the F buddies the other day of the, uh, two other Canadians that do a podcast on dating advice and they get a lot of questions, but there's this one lady that, um, typed in and said that, um, I really want guys to focus on my boobs because I, I really, I'm really insecure about it. I don't have very large ones. But guys tend to really want to focus on my uh, ass. I have a perfect ass, and guys always want to like play around with it and touch it. And every time I try to force the issue of the upper part of my body, it becomes a problem. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what I thought about that. I'm not telling the story very well. She need well. I feel like she needs to. Uh wake up and take whatever attention she can get. If she's insecure about them playing with her butt and wants them to focus on her boobs, she's got bigger problems in life. 
Right, right. But she's confident enough to know that she has a really nice butt. And but she wants them to focus on her tits. And then if, as soon as you look at somebody's tits, they go, you looking at my eyes are up here and they'll wear a really low cut. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. I I'm a guy. I I didn't know that I like to look at tits. Uh, I know your eyes are up there, but your eyes are like shit brown and I, I kind of like blue eyes. So I didn't know what else to focus on. But your brown eyes down there. So yeah. I, I think it's just weird, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess, well, and it would be different if uh, the guy insulted her uh, chest area. But it's like, no, maybe the guy just is an ass man. And if you, as you're saying, have a perfect ass, it kind of makes sense uh, that he would focus on that. But like, I mean, but don't right, don't offend people. In other words, I've seen it all. Like if you're in, an ass man or you're a boob guy or. Or if you're a chick looking at a guy, whatever you do, I find people get defensive. So even when I've been out when I was younger and somebody was and I wasn't into him, chick would be like, "Oh, if I can one of those or whatever," and then she does something stupid or says something stupid. It's like, all right, just if you admire somebody, take it away from that. But if you have a problem or or if they have a problem being looked at, then they shouldn't be out like that showing themselves. It's just weird. Like the way we communicate as humans is just friggin' awful sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I see that rounding third really thinks highly of himself. That's good rounding third, absolutely. Well, in self-confidence, there is something to be said about self-confidence because all of us have to deal with rejection. Uh, for, in All of us? Yeah, all of us have had to deal with rejection. I mean, at some point in our lives. and I'm just kidding. I have a lot. Of course, all of us have. It's common. It's just, you know, and you got to accept it. Just move on. Um, oh, God. You know. When I was a young guy, like 25 years old, I remember thinking I'd get the, the hottest girl. I, I was so upset about I'd get a hot girl and then I'd wonder why everybody was pawning over and she would flirt with them, right? And then I'd be offended and then I'd be hurt and then I'd be sad and then I'd be like, why? What the hell? And then I'd be jealous. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It's hormones and you're a young guy and you, you pick the hottest of the litter. She picks you and then you just tear each other apart. Yes, exactly. Um, Alan just mentioned, how do you upload your Zumba video, Matthew? I can't on here. Uh, his wife uh, took a picture of me, uh, took a picture, took a video of me teaching Zumba tonight. And uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, if I do get it, I will share it on Instagram for all of the podcasting fans to see and no it's not on Pornhub rounding third you naughty I want to see it too I really am interested I but more more so when I come up next year I really will get out there with you just don't hurt me too much I'm afraid of like the heavy workout in the beginning you know I see no I'll be easy I'll be easy actually tonight's class wasn't that uh, excruciating it was for me it's really hard when you're it's 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 a workout when you're the instructor, a big workout when you're the instructor, because you have to do every single move. If you're the student, you can take water breaks, you can walk around, you can sit down if you want to. But if you're the instructor, you got to do everything. All right. So. so basically what you're saying is I just sit down with the water in a field and watch you do it. No, no, man. You got to. No, gotta I'm loosened it. up already. I'm good. I'm good. I'm already there loosened up. Go. I feel right. better. Yeah. So if I get I, a water it, like that you supply. I sit on the sidelines. I watch you do it. 
Oh yeah, this sounds good. I'm, I think I'm gonna like it. I see. Alan just sent it. To, Alan just sent me the video, so I'll uh, send it. Actually, I gotta see what song it is. You can hear the music. Oh my god! Oh, it's wicked loud. Is it really? It sounds like yeah. It sounds like somebody's murdering. It's Jason murdering a girl in the Friday the Thirteenth. I see. Oh, actually, and I'm all I'm doing is I'm doing a toning thing where we're squatting a lot. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, that, are you hearing that. this? He goes, all I'm doing here is a squatting thing. It's not a big yeah. deal. It's most people can do it when they get on the toilet. They just squat. And uh, so I can show anybody. Did you hear that? The arrogance of you. Exactly. exactly. I'm just kidding, Matt. You honestly you when i came up there this summer i swear to god you did look good you you were like man i feel fit i'm looking good you you never brag on yourself and this summer you were like no i feel good and i look good and I, I feel good about it and i was like oh my god he does i actually um, said i look good i actually, I actually yeah yeah okay i did yeah I did, yeah I did okay Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you were like, no, you didn't like try to rub it in. Just between us friends. I'm sorry I put it out to the world, but between us friends, you were like, I look good. I look better than I've ever looked. I feel better than I've looked. I and I could see it, and I was like, God damn this Zuma thing. So I will try it with you. I will try it with you. Yeah, yeah. I need something for God's sakes. Yeah, and uh, rounding third says, and he made me grab his ass. He said, feel this. I said, yeah, I did. <laughs> Touch my, <laughs> grab my ass rounding third. Feel how hard. Oh, you, wait, he, he did I that? Didn't do that? I didn't do that. I oh, didn't, okay. I didn't make him grab my ass. I could picture him doing that, like grab this. Um, no, wait, did you guys? Me. So I want to touch my monkey. Touch, my monkey. <laughs> touch, him. touch him. Touch him. That's make from Saturday like Live, right? Something. Yeah, that's uh, Dieter, man. That's Dieter. Dieter. Did you guys uh, pull the fucking plane or what? Yeah, we did. I thought I told you about that. Yeah, Eric, rounding. We never talked only... about it. You you sent a picture about to do it and stuff, and I just left me. You're like, you're gonna be in October, and rounding third was like, you're not gonna be here. You're always here, and I'm like, fuck, I'm. I had to leave yeah. 25th of September. Let him love him. Yeah. <laughs> so you pulled the fucking plane. How far did you pull it? How's this go? We put the plane 20 feet in six seconds or something. I don't know. Oh, you have to pull it in a fast time? Don't you listen to my podcast? I mean, we talked about it. Yeah, but I'm not caught up. To be honest with you, I'm not caught up. I'm so sorry. I see. Yeah, we. I listen to them. I skip around, but I'm not caught up. I'm sorry. We pulled the plane. I get to listen to Eric talk about uh, Dr. Fauci all the way from Augusta to Portland. (laughs) And uh, and we had barbecue, drank coffee, and I met Lady Me. Lady Me was there. And wait, how the fuck was she there? She flew in from uh, L.A. L.A. Oh, uh, uh, L.A. She did. Yeah, she flew into L.A. And she spent the weekend in Maine, and then she went to Atlanta. Really? City. Yeah, she went to Atlanta. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, wait, what was that about? Let's go on to that subject. Um, oh, well, do you have to a take a call that's or a something? Different podcast, right? Wait, there. wait. Was did you have to take a call or something? Yeah, uh, yeah. Carrie Ann was calling me, but I just uh, oh, Carrie Ann, put her on. 
Can you well, figure out how put to put her on? She doesn't know. Yeah, I'm doing yeah no, a no. You say I'm doing a podcast. Hold your phone up to the thing. Put Carrie on and on. Let's talk to her. No, I can't do that. I can't. Do that, that would be awesome, though. Alan, weigh in on this, Alan. <laughs> would it be cool if he calls her back, finds a way to put it up to the mic? I don't think it'll feed back, and then we just do this. It would automatically. Says, it would automatically come through because my phone is hooked into the pa okay so uh, you have to tell her hold on a second. okay uh, no no now listen this is she said okay oh gosh sorry butt dial she butt dialed me oh my god just call her back and say hey do you mind talking to the some of the boys you know no and no, no. i can't do that okay all right I well that. Okay. No, that, i right. put her on the spot and that'd be weird yeah no yeah. just at, you could text her right now without us knowing and say, would you mind? And she might like, hell yeah, motherfucker. I could say, uh, uh, Ron and Third said, have your butt call her back. I could have my butt call her back, but I probably won't do that. No. So That's rounding okay. third, I'm going to, I'm in a discussion with a rounding third right now. Hold on, Matt. I'm, I'm going to do a, like a text to call discussion. I don't know how you do that. Rounding third. Oh, wait, do it. Matt, do the high pitch thing. I got to take it to your butt out. <laughs> Jill says, Matt, live on the edge a little. I I, uh, I do need to do that, Jill. I, I do. Go ahead. All right. So rounding third, uh, Lady B came in. You guys pulled the plane. Did she pull the plane with you? No, she did not pull the plane with us. No, no, she was not on the. Oh, okay. She was not on. Yeah. yeah. She just made an appearance or something. She made an appearance. I get to meet her, talk with her for a little bit. And, nice. uh, yeah, that's, I mean, we've, this has been talked about at length already on, on the wicked awesome podcast. I uh, didn't catch up. I listened to all your shows and I'm sorry. I skip some now and again, cause I go to my favorites. I do that also with like, uh, uh, the real doctors, fake friends or whatever the fuck that is. But yeah. I really jump around, but I, Mm-hmm. You know, I do. I skip like things get my attention. I'm driving. Um, I see. The, la- the last one was the RJ Keller one. So I skipped like three of yours, four of yours, because RJ Keller is very interesting to listen to. And I like the way she talks about books and everything. And then, yeah. um, no, I really do. It's it's very interesting. So. Oh, no. Alan just said Ritalin. He just typed in Ritalin. And I went, <laughs> I gave a little chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. RJ Keller is actually a really good co-host. Uh, uh, is yeah. Alan making fun of me with the riddle in right there? Of course he is. Of course he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. He does that. He does that. Yeah. 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 That's okay. You, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, wish it, wicked. Hey, Alan, it only, Alan, it only takes me $80 to fly up there. I'll be there in three hours to kick your ass. <laughs> Can you find a plane ticket that cheap? Yeah. yeah. Not, not now. Probably not right now. No. Probably not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. He would pummel me into the dirt and he would get his work out right off that. He'd be like, I got Stout's head on a basket. Yeah. Hey, I do a play-by-play podcast if you guys went at it. We'd set up a little ring in the backyard and you guys could go at it. And I'd be like, uh, it'd only be a 10-second podcast. It'd be like, uh, here we go, Alan and Stout go at it. <laughs> okay, Stout's down. Okay. That'd be like the – that's like Stout having sex podcasts. Like, it's only a 10-second <laughs> podcast. 
only a 10 second <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and in that 10 seconds there's a foreplay and cut i love you al <laughs> ali baby i'm glad you're in here alan i love you buddy yeah he's a lover like rounding third yeah we are all right you know what i'm starting to feel the side effects of this booster shot um so I am going to end the show at a minute, uh, uh, hour and 47 minutes. Stout's a wrestler. That's right. Stout was a wrestler in high school. Yesterday. Don't end it yet. Take a call in from rounding third. He won't call in. He won't call uh, in. Yeah. I don't no, know. I do, no, I do got to end it. I'm starting to feel tired. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, I am, Stout. We don't, I mean, it's just 12 minutes. Actually, this is a good one. I... This is a this has been a good show, actually. This it was fun. fun. I loved it. Oh yeah, uh, it's always I fun. always have fun. Thank good. you for inviting me. Yep. Um, Alan, thanks for coming in. Yep. Alan, rounding third, Lady Me, Lady Rebecca, Father Brian. If I'm missing anybody, all the people Seamus. who already, yeah, everybody else who as Seamus, everybody who entered the studio. Uh, what were their all their names? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, stinky dad, the, we love you, Stinky Dad. And the ball boys, Stinky Dad, the ball boys, uh, Stout's balls, Stout's vagina, uh, Stout's hairless sack, uh, Stout's yeah. missing nuts, uh, Alan's long drive. Uh, if I'm forgetting anybody, forgive me. Uh, <laughs> little J. Uh, Watch what you're doing, <laughs> Dink. <laughs> <laughs> all right i love you all stinky you dad guys. glenn all right love you guys thanks for listening to the wicked awesome podcast until next time i love you all have a good night touch me thank you buddy Bye. like she doesn't know where i should touch her apparently